Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style and powerography would like to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners quartz and canary jewelry and wellness company use code empower 15 to receive 15 percent off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com quartz and canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style hello there brad walsh here your host of the empowerography podcast today my guest is michal medina she is an award-winning spiritual and mindset coach and an international best-selling author and speaker how are you doing this morning michal hey brad good how are you i'm doing very well thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share a little bit about your story and your journey with us i appreciate you taking the time and Looking forward to jumping in and learning more about who you are and what you do. I appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much. So as mentioned, Michal, you are an award-winning spiritual and mindset coach. You're also an international best-selling author and speaker. As a serial entrepreneur, how important is staying organized and prioritization for you? Honestly, I would say my mindset has shifted a lot from when I first you know, started my own business. You know, In my background, I was an electrical engineer engineer before so I came into entrepreneurship with a lot of like the pushing and working hard mentality and just doing a lot all the time and honestly I did start seeing results in my business until I really started to tune into you know my own flow what would I want to do and prioritizing you know what what lights me up and what makes me feel good rather than being in this like obligation work hard mentality so it was you know actually not so much of you know, because organization like just comes naturally to me. I was right. always very well organized. And, you know, prioritization is like more of my prioritization is like what feels good to me in this moment and what lights me up and what feels light for me. And I really drop that whole, you know, sense of obligation and working hard that really wasn't getting me the route I wanted. So yeah, yeah. it's actually been a big shift for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's interesting that uh, probably a lot of us, when we first jump into the entrepreneurial world, that's that's our mentality is you got to work hard, put in all these hours and keep going, keep pushing and doing all the things. And because we're just new to it and we don't know any different until we get into it a little bit where we really, wait a minute, we don't have to keep working this hard and pushing this hard. It's yeah. our business. I mean, we mm-hmm. set the tone and it's hard, but it's hard to shift that mindset. Right. Yeah. So what does your morning routine look like? Okay. So actually this is a new implementation. Okay. Before, you know, I was, I hear of everyone, you know, having their morning routines and I'm like, honestly, I don't think I need a morning routine. But very recently, I started implementing different things within my morning that has really changed, you know, just set the tone for my day. So one of them is I ask myself, what's my why? Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And I learned this practice somewhere along the way when I was getting started my business of like seven levels. Why? So you keep asking why, and then you get an answer and then you ask, okay, why? And then you ask seven times until you get the deepest level. The deepest level for me is to be loved, to just emanate love and to be loved. And that 
I am love. So that's actually like the core. And so like when I'm waking up in the morning before I open my eyes, I really try to meditate on that for a few minutes and just right. emanate that that feeling of like I am love to be love like that's my why so that's how I like to start my day and another thing I implemented in my morning is at 11 11 a.m I take 45 minutes to myself to just be in my own energy you know just stop whatever I'm doing and go outside soak up the sun or just you know whatever it is I feel like doing but like no distractions not watching anything I'm not on my phone and, and I get to just reflect and be and it really just adds this like boost of rejuvenation. So yeah, just little practices here and there. And also another practice I picked up was saying three things I love about myself in the mirrors. Okay. Yep. I have a sticky note that says three, three things I love about me. So every time I look in the mirror, you know, the, when I first started, it was kind of awkward. Like it felt awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then for a while I was like okay you know three things I love about me and it was like I was kind of circulating through the same three things and then at one point I just reached this sort of like breakthrough and every time I look in the mirror I can think of new and new things I love about myself so it's really cool like implementing that I love um, that to see the shift yeah that's yeah. that's a great way to start the day it's great things so every single day at 11 11 you you religiously take your 45 minutes mm -hmm. wow that's yes. great that's it's very important yeah and that's a hard practice to get into because again we get caught up in doing the things and i would imagine it takes a lot of discipline yeah well actually it's the biggest the biggest thing that makes it not start is like knowing why I'm doing it. And right. it was a client attraction program that I'm in. She um, encourages us to do these exercises where we kind of get answers from our higher self of, yeah, like if we, if we want to, for example, get clients or make more sales, or if we want to, you know, feel confident in, in our abilities or whatever it is, then yeah. we end up um, working through this little mini process and it gets us to like, what do we need to implement so that it gets us to the result that we want? Yeah. And what I ended up working through was having some time to be in my own energy. So I was like, okay, then that's what I'm going to prioritize. And then I just, you know, picked 1111 and I have a reminder on my phone. And so I know why I'm doing it. I'm like, yeah. this is so important because I want to bring this energy into my life. So, yeah, I love it. I think it's brilliant. So yeah. Michal, what were you doing for a living before you jumped into coaching and entrepreneurship? So I was a, an electrical engineer in okay. power systems. I did that for a couple of years and the third year I got into technical project management. And then that's when I decided to leave my job because it wasn't what I ultimately wanted to do with my life. I didn't know at the time what I wanted to do, but I knew it wasn't that. Right. So I, I might as well just quit now and figure out, you know, do some self-exploration because I was going through a really dark time in my life also. And yeah, eventually led to what I'm doing now. So. And so what inspired that jump into becoming a coach? So a lot of things. I always knew deep down that I wanted to help people somehow, but, you know, back in the day in my life, I really had no clue, you know, what or how I would do that. So I did engineering for a while and then I went through the really dark time in my life. And the fact that I was dedicating most of every day to a job that wasn't what I ultimately wanted to do, it wasn't fulfilling, yeah. that just kind of added on to the pressure. So I was like, okay, that's it. I need to take a step back. I need to focus on myself. 
heal, you know, explore myself. So I did that for a few years. And along the way, I picked up lots of healing skills, trained in a whole bunch of different healing modalities, trying to heal myself. And yeah, so I got to this point where I was like, okay, what am I going to do with my life now? Because I had just finished an MBA and doing an MBA was kind of an excuse to say that I was doing something, but it wasn't really forcing me to be in a certain direction. It was kind of left it open-ended. So I finished my MBA and then I was still so conditioned, you know, in the American mindset of like, you have to have career set and your job lined up. So I finished my MBA and I was already applying for different positions, like corporate positions and I couldn't land any job, which was strange because it was so easy for me to get an engineering job before, but I could tell that when people were interviewing me, they could tell that I didn't really want the job. And I knew I didn't really want the job, but I was just so conditioned to be like, I have to get a job. And then, (laughs) so somewhere along in my, you know, self-exploration journey, I left Texas and moved to Israel, but I would still visit my family every six months in Texas. So it was time for me to go back to Texas. And I was like, oh, I didn't land a job. I'll just keep searching when I get back. And I went to Burning Man. And it was so interesting at Burning Man. Like you kind of get this break from your life. You're able to see your life from kind of from the outside looking in because it's such like an immersive environment. And you're away from the whole world. You're away from, you know, anything normal that you'd be experiencing in your life. So I really got to have this like epiphany and I was like, what am I doing trying to find a job when, you know, I left my job in the first place because it's not what I wanted to do. I was like, I really know that I want to help people. And now I have the skills to be able to help them with the whole healing journey I went on. And I was like, now is the time for me to really start to do that, you know, not to try to go into another job. That's not my passion. So that was the, the decision point. And I was like, okay, now is the time. And then I got back to Israel and I saw a Facebook ad about becoming a coach, like a coaching certification school. And I was like, okay, like that's it. I never like put two and two together, but I was like, this is how I can help people. I can get into coaching. So that's really how it all started. Yeah. The burning man was kind of the catalyst. Yes. Yeah. Just being able to see my life kind of from the outside looking in, I had that realization. I've I've heard incredible things about that festival. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you been back? Have you been more than once? Or was that the only time you went? That was my second time going. I had gone the year before. So those were the two times. Okay. So as a spiritual and mindset coach, why did you decide to focus your business of coaching specifically on the areas of mindset and spirituality? And did this journey begin with your own personal struggles? Yeah, it definitely did begin with my own personal struggles. Like first of all, going through the dark time in my life, that's what caused me to start searching for healing. And at first I was going the traditional therapy routes and I was determined to not have to struggle my whole, cause I was going through anxiety. Okay. So, you know, the traditional routes were telling me how to cope with the anxiety when it comes up and how to calm it. And I was like, you know, I was like, I'm not going to live the rest of my life just coping with symptoms. I'm like, there has to be some way to get to the bottom of this and you know, get back to feeling free like I was before. Yeah, that, That's the way I was thinking back then. Right. And so I was just determined, you know, I kept going from different healing modalities to different healing modalities. And, and eventually I started taking training so that I can just use the, the trainings on myself and heal myself. And at the same time, that kind of catalyzed a spiritual awakening for me. Like I was having all these questions about the deeper meaning of life and I come from a religious background. So I was asking deeper questions of like things that didn't quite add up to me. And, and I was just trying to understand the bigger picture of like, 
you know, what is life and what are we doing here and <laughs> all of that. And, uh, and basically, the, you know, those years of exploration led me to really uncovering and realizing a lot and, you know, putting two and two together and building this whole deeper understanding of life and, and healing and, and yeah, that's really where it came from. And so that how, obviously was my passion. So yeah. So yeah. how is the anxiety for you now? So honestly, like once I started my business, I was still struggling with the anxiety a little bit. Like it wasn't as bad as it was when it first started. It would get triggered sometimes. And those years, like it was like a year and a half of me starting my business, I actually didn't see much success at all. Like I wasn't making any sales. It was right. a year and a half before I made a single sale in my business. And like I told you in the beginning of the interview, like a lot of that was still like the working hard, pushing yeah. hard mentality, but also a big component of that was like, I was blocking myself from being able to see success in my business. Cause I still had those insecurities, which is where the anxiety stemmed from right. like fear of being seen, fear of being criticized, fear of being rejected. And I was still very much like hiding in my business. Like I wasn't really putting my face out there. You know, I was hiding behind my logo, my brand, holistic co-creations. Like yeah. I see a lot of new healers doing that also. Like they don't really want to put their picture on things. And so I was still very much in the anxiety, even though it was better and I was able to manage it better and it would get triggered less, but it was still there. And it wasn't until like the seventh or eighth business coach that I hired that she, instead of helping me find like a successful offer and marketing position, she really helped me to expand those feelings and really shift and resolve them and explore them. And by the end of six weeks of really doing some deep work, like I finally reached this breakthrough and I started to feel more comfortable in my skin and I started to be able to put myself out there more. And that's when the big like epiphanies and realizations and unique ideas came to me. And that's where I started to finally make sales. <laughs> so it all really <laughs> just tied in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So how would you say then these experiences have helped shape the Mihal you are today, both personally and professionally, do you think? I mean, in so many ways, it's hard to say exactly how. I mean, it's really like who I am, you know, everything that I've learned, everything that I teach now, everything that I embody, like, you know, just being very present, being in my heart center, understanding things, reflecting on my life, continuously growing and you know, you every opportunity to, uh, to continue to expand and evolve as a person. Like, it's just who I am now. Like, I can't see my life just being stagnant. Like, I'm always growing. And that's just my identity. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would you say then is one of the most important lessons or takeaways you've learned through the whole process? Mm, okay. Ooh, is it just one or can I say a few? <laughs> you can say a few. That's fine. Okay. So the, I think one of the most important ones is that like we directly influence our experience based on our inner state. And so like, it's so important to shift out of the, like the victim mentality of things are happening to me and I'm powerless. And like, we can take ownership of our experiences. We can take ownership of how we feel, of how we react, of our, of how we perceive things. Like you can always view something positively or negatively. Like everything, you know, has a serve and limit every experience that we have, we can, you know, become a different person and continuously grow. And yeah, so it's like, it's just how you choose to view life is just makes all the difference. Like we have, you know, the power to create what we want in our lives. And it all comes down to mindset and how yeah. we choose to view things. Yeah. 
being a mindset coach, can you speak to how important a part mindset has played in helping you through your struggles and just how important mindset is to our daily routines and our successes? Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, it comes down to, you know, just taking ownership of what we're creating in our life because we don't really have the power to change anything in our life unless we realize that, you know, we can take ownership of our experiences and realize that we have the power. So that's one angle of mindset. And also another thing is how we choose to perceive the things that happen. Like, for example, if something happens and you feel frustrated or hurt or, or, you know, whatever it is, like we can choose how to view and respond to that, right? We can see it as like something that's getting us down and it's a setback and like, you know, it knocks us off for a few hours or a few days, or we can choose to look deeper and be like, what is this really about? Like, why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? Because everything is a perception, right? Like you can put another person in that exact same circumstance and they can have a completely different perception about it and just react completely differently. So the fact of like how you're feeling about a certain situation is something to look deeper within yourself. And there's something to uncover there. And the fact that you've experienced this means that there's something that's ready to shift there. And so if you choose to view that way, then, you know, you, you can choose each situation circumstance to grow from it. And then you just become a new person from it and you continuously like grow and evolve and you never stay stuck. So (laughs) it's just such a different way to live life. And I think most people might choose to view life, but it's like, there really are no setbacks. There is nothing that is, you know, only less that can be negative. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that inner noise and that inner demon or monster or whatever you want to call it, that is the worst and not one of the hardest things to overcome. But once you do, your life just completely turns around. I mean, you yeah. mentioned it before where things happening, playing the victim and how things happen to you. You, you got to shift and things are happening for you. And where yes. is the lesson in what's happening and why this is happening yeah. for you? There's always a reason, you know? But it's that mindset shift, being able to do that, which is very hard. That takes a lot of mental strength and a lot of work to get to that place. Yeah. I mean, a lot of like conscious awareness, right? Like when you catch yourself in victim mentality, it's like, okay, like you're just consciously like retraining yourself to view life in a different way. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. But once you do though, your whole world opens up and shifts. Exactly. It becomes an adventure. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Michal, what type of person or client is your ideal client? What things do you look for in a potential client before deciding to work with them? Okay, so the main thing is they, you know, have to be in the personal development world. They have to be open to growing and looking within. And so a lot of my ideal clients, like, you know, they've already been in the spiritual healing and personal growth world for a while. And also like, you know, people who are into personal growth, like, typically they are because they feel deep down that they have this bigger purpose. Like they want to help others, like kind of how I was before. Like I knew I wanted to help people somehow, but I wasn't sure how, and it wasn't until I went through my healing journey that it became clear to me how I could help others. So a lot of my ideal clients kind of find themselves in the same position. Like they feel like they have, you know, this work to still do on themselves, but they do know that they want to help others at some point, whether it's clear for them now or not, but they are aware of that. Yeah. So what inspires or lights you up the most about being a coach? Ooh, I think 
being able to have like a an avenue to share you know what i've learned my unique perspectives and help bring those perspectives to other people to help them on their journeys and so that they can transform and create the life that they want. So I think just having this platform, this opportunity to be able to share what I've learned is a very effective way for others. Yeah. Now you launched a signature program in your business called Resolving Triggers. Can you speak to us a little bit about that? Tell us what it's all about and when you launched that. Yeah. So actually my Facebook group is called Resolving Triggers for Highly Conscious People and my signature program is called power and liberation teachers. Okay. Yeah. So that program came to me, like I told you, like after I worked with that eighth coach who helped me to shift and resolve all the insecurities. So actually I got like an inspiration. So I guess it came from my higher self or somewhere in the ethers, (laughs) (laughs) but power and liberation through triggers is me, I guess, taking the unique method that I was using to resolve my own stuff. Like, you know, the subconscious blocks, subconscious beliefs, fears, doubts, insecurities, all of that. I noticed that I was taking myself through kind of a process from start to finish. And I was like, okay, like as I was going through that, I was like making mental notes. I was like, hmm, I want to be able to break this down for people. Like how to go from point A to B where you finally like shifted and resolved this completely, right? Like it's, it's not going to keep coming back and you're not going to continue struggling with the same issues, like how to get to that complete shift. And so I broke it down into 12 stages and I actually have a free PDF. That's the 12 stages of resolving triggers. So that was this method that I was able to formulate. And yeah, and that's really where I started to make a breakthrough in my business when I launched this, because I was seeing like the unique angle that this had in the personal growth world because in like the spiritual healing space, because a lot of it out there is like how to recenter yourself when you're triggered or how to get back in the zone or how to think positively and all that is very helpful, but it's more like coping and like, I call it like a bandaid because it doesn't really help you to explore deeper what it's really about and to shift it and resolve it completely. And that's what my method does. There's a lot of other modalities in the personal growth and spiritual healing space that does get to the core root of stuff like, you know, inner trauma and inner child healing and identifying subconscious limiting beliefs and shifting them. But all of that also comes along with the mindset of like seeing things within yourself as like a problem that needs to be solved. So that's another mindset piece as well. If you're doing something as like, this is a problem, like I shouldn't be feeling this way, or I really want this healed, or I want this gone, like then your mindset is in problem solving mode. And so what you focus on, you get more of because perception creates reality. And so you're just continuously creating more and more things to heal more and more problems to solve. And so it's all about shifting your mindset to like, what do you want to experience in your life? Like an expansive intention, like what's your vision? Who are you becoming? And then you're able to shift and resolve what's standing in the way of that. So it's more of like a productive way of looking at personal growth rather than staying stuck and always healing because that's what a lot of people end up doing. That was me for a long time too. Right. And there's that M word again. It it is so important and integral to so many things in life, to everything. Mindset is absolutely everything. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. 
Yes. Perception is reality. Mindset yeah. plays part a in huge everything. Part, you yeah. yeah. You say that you help aspiring heart-centered visionaries claim their true calling without waiting to feel ready by amplifying their ability to intuitively attract opportunity. Can you speak a little bit about that? And how do you do that for your clients? And why is it so personally important to you? Yes. So for me, when I made those big shifts, you know, like I was saying with that business coach, and that's what really opened up that channel of like clear inspiration, like power and liberation through triggers came through my Facebook group, you know, and the whole angle of like this unique methodology that I have on soul growth that I've created, like all that came through when I made those inner shifts. And then when I, I started to notice something, when I started to run power and liberation through triggers, and I would teach them this methodology and guide them through it. A few months later, I would follow up with my clients and just ask them like how they've been, how things have developed after the program. And a lot of them, like it just unlocked this whole new flow in their life. And a lot of them were stepping into their true passion. Like one started a life coaching certification and, you know, and coming into the program, they, you know, they said that they wanted to find freedom from their mind so that they can help others find freedom too. And it's like, okay, once they were able to reach those shifts and unlock this flow, like everything started to move in that direction for them because they were no longer blocked. So then I started to realize, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is what happens. You know, they tap into this flow, they're no longer blocked and their life just rapidly accelerates to this, you know, stepping into their true calling. And so that's really where this unique angle evolved is from my clients' results and the results that I had in my life. And yeah, and that's really the core of my passion is, you know, people who are in the personal growth and spiritual healing space, they do want to help others. They just feel like they're not there yet. And so through my program, they just get there without needing to try. (laughs) It (laughs) It just just organically (laughs) happens. (laughs) Yeah, but I think I think that that's our responsibility as humans to help one another and give back. And of course, not everyone is of that belief or mindset. But I mean, I don't know, that's, that's the way I think that's what I'm here for is to help other people and give back and build community. And that's what life's about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. It it just fuels you. It adds. It does. Yeah. So as mentioned, you're also an international bestselling author. Can you speak a bit about that book and the title, the overview, what it's all about? Yes. So that was Creating Success. It was actually a multi-author book that launched on February 4th. So that one is all about, you know, multi-author books or their multiple contributors contributing a chapter of their story. And it's how they created success on their own terms and how they redefined success for themselves. So in my chapter, I shared about, you know, really what I told you that day. It starts like, you know, August, 2019, it was a dusty day at Burning Man. And I had that realization (laughs) (laughs) and it was really how that whole adventure started of stepping into my true calling and, and how that is how I redefine success on my own terms, which is you know, me doing what really is fulfilling to me and not following the typical corporate lifestyle, which is what I was in before. Uh, What everyone is conditioned to, as you mentioned earlier on, when we're talking about everybody's conditioned that you go to school, you get the job, then you, you get married, you have kids, you buy the house, all of that stuff, (laughs) all of those things that we are supposed to do or what society has told us we're supposed to do. 
but it doesn't have to be that way at all. And I think that I, th- I really think that COVID has shone a very bright light on that mm-hmm. and helped people awaken and realize that, wait a minute, we don't have to do things this way anymore. Yes, we've been doing this for years and years and years, but it's changed things. It's changed people's mindset and attitude and the way of looking at things that things don't yeah. have to be that way. Yes, exactly. A lot of people are starting new businesses now yeah. since COVID started. Yeah. <laughs> It's really changed a lot for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. Michal, has being an author and writing something that you was always part of who you are, or is this a fairly new path for you? It's actually a fairly new path. Like okay. I always knew in the back of my mind, like eventually, and this is something I'm working towards as well as becoming a public speaker, speaking on stages and okay. also writing my own book. So I actually didn't realize that multi-author books were even a thing until someone messaged me about their multi-author book opportunity. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this is a great way to become an author, you know, and get my feet in the water before yeah. I write my own book. So, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a great starting point for yeah. sure, because you start off with that just that chapter the limit of x amount of words for that chapter and just kind of gives you an idea of the feel for having to write and then when you do if that if it is your goal to indeed write a full book which of course it is for you so it's a great way to get started definitely so this whole thing this whole journey for you into writing then just started through a friend of yours or someone messaging you about being an author yeah the author yeah book. okay mm-hmm yeah. What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? Ooh, wow. Okay, that's helped me become successful. I would say the unique perspective that I have that I you know that I shared my unique perspective on personal growth that I really haven't seen, you know, anyone else speaking about out there in the personal growth and spiritual healing world is like how to actually like set your intention on what you do want to create and then shift and resolve what gets in the way of that. So you're not just constantly focusing on what's wrong. You're focusing on what you want to become. Um, So I think just my ability to see that, first of all, I think came from my analytical mind, from my background in, you know, electrical engineering. And I I just always, I think, thought in an analytical and deep way, like when I was little, I wanted to grow up and be an inventor because I had all these cool inventions and ideas. <laughs> and <laughs> my dad was telling me that I should patent them. And then, like a few years later, it was actually a thing. And I was like, "Oh, I guess I could have been the one who, <laughs> who patented that." But I didn't want to get all into, uh, you know, going down that rabbit hole right. as a kid. So it just wasn't yeah. interesting to me. Yeah, but I think just having that sort of mind and then okay. going through the dark time in my life and going through my own personal growth and then, you know, that resolve to get to the bottom of, you know, not settling for just coping with symptoms my whole life. Like I was like, I'm determined. And like we said, like mindset is everything. So it was that mindset that led me to finding something I I think is revolutionary. Yeah. Speaking of success, how do you define the word success? What does that word mean to you? I think success is feeling deeply filled. Like if I'm being really honest, like, you know, the traditional forms of success, like we've said is like, you know, the societal standards. But I think if you have all of those things and you don't feel deeply fulfilled and satisfied with your life, then like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. I think whatever life looks like to you, as long as you're deeply fulfilled, then I think that's, that's what I would call successful. 
Love it. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was what was your life like after you learned it? Okay, I would say, you know, this ties into my spiritual awakening is just understanding like who we are, what we're doing here, like what is life? What is being a human? What is this human experience? And like, how does that tie into into like who we are beyond the physical reality? And I think just realizing that like, that made all the difference. That's what helped me shift out of the victim mentality and realize that I'm creating my own reality. And like, it helped me to shift into seeing, you know, and taking ship of my experience and, and doing everything that I'm doing now. I think if I hadn't been able to realize that, then I might still be looking for, I don't know, like outside validation, or I might still not feel confident enough in going after what I really want to do because I wouldn't really have that broadened perspective of like, I really can, you know, just be the creator of my own reality. So yeah. Okay. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Ooh, I think empowerment means tapping into our own power, like knowing that we, you know, we can do what we set our mind to, like mindset is everything. And even if we're not seeing the results right away, like if we stick to what we really want, like we will find the answers, you know, whether it doesn't come in like such direct way, like we might be led to like a little loop-de-loop, like, you know, a little (laughs) journey adventure, but eventually we will get the answers we need. And that's, you know, true power, like knowing that you can really just create what you want in life. And it all comes down to your mindset. I'm seeing a very common thread here in our interview, Michal. (laughs) Mindset. (laughs) It's constantly running through the entire interview, but it's so, it's just such a big part of everything. So, I mean, it really (laughs) is. Yeah. I can't stress it enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true though. I mean, it is, it's such a huge part of everything. Yeah. It really is. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? Ooh, I would definitely say my mom. Like, I really feel like we have some deep soul level connection and like we were paired up in this life for her to really guide me and just be there for me. And it's just really cool. Like as I was going through my spiritual awakening, she was as well. And we were learning the same things and we were able to bounce ideas off of each other. And we've always had such a great relationship and we've always been so close. Like when I was in college going through the really dark time in my life, like she would just know and she would call me out of the blue and she knew I was really busy. So sometimes we wouldn't talk for weeks. Yeah. And just because I was so busy, I was so immersed in so many activities in college. But as soon as she like felt that I was going through a hard time, she would just call me and it would, her call would come at the perfect time. And yeah. We've just always been so connected. And to this day, she just supports me in everything. And it, yeah, like, I think it's just really been part of my whole experience, just having her there. Love that. Hey, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions just be one, two, three, forward answer type thing. Okay. Okay. What was your dream job as a child? To be an inventor. (laughs) (laughs) How would you like to be remembered? inspiring people to realize that they have the power to create whatever they want to create in their lives how would you describe yourself in one word words i could (laughs) choose okay i'm gonna go with (laughs) i'm gonna go with okay i'm gonna go with insightful because that's the first word that came to me (laughs) go with the first one would you rather have more time or more money i think more 
money. If you could teach the world one thing, what would that be? I would teach them how to truly take ownership of their experiences and see that they're not a victim of their circumstances. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? I would say more impact, reaching more people. Okay. Entrepreneur life is? An adventure. The last book or podcast I listened to or read was? Unicorns don't wear pants. (laughs) (laughs) It's a podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, that's an interesting title. (laughs) I will have to check that one out. (laughs) Just based on the title alone. (laughs) (laughs) That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. (laughs) (laughs) What is an unexpected blessing or occurrence in your life that you're grateful for? Unexpected blessing or occurrence that I'm grateful for. Okay. I will say when I was, I don't know, five or six, I almost drowned. And actually I didn't know how to swim. I fell into a pool. I was actually pulled into the deep end by one of the kids. They didn't know I didn't know how to swim. And I was straight up drowning. And the adults were all on the other side, sitting in a circle, chatting amongst themselves. And no one was coming to help me. And I could see the kids like watching me and they didn't know what to do. Like they were too young to understand what was happening. And in like a split second, I saw this like tall, bright thing, like hovering over the water. And like the next second, I found myself at the edge of the pool by myself. Like there was no one there. And I was just coughing up water. I had no idea how I got there because the split second before I was in the middle of the pool. Um, Yeah, it was crazy. And I, as soon as I finished up coughing up water, I called out to my mom and she came to me and she was like, you know, freaking out. And she took me to the room and we had a talk and I told her what happened. And she said, like, like I said, my mom and I are so connected. And she said that when she was younger, she had experienced, you know, something out of the ordinary, like these tall, bright things. And she couldn't explain what it was. And she felt like some wind whooshing. Like, so, you know, we really just agreed it was a supernatural experience. I really think I, you know, I wasn't meant to die that day. Yeah. Here I am. So I'm really thankful. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. What is your why? Oh, we talked about this to be loved. <laughs> yeah, that's the the deepest core foundation yeah. level to be loved. That's why I do things. That's why I do what I do. What do you do to keep yourself inspired every day and to inspire others? I would say like, you know, if there's anyone out there who doesn't feel like they're very inspired is like, what are you doing in your life? That's not what you ultimately want to be doing. What are you doing in your life? That's not ultimately lighting you up. Because what I'm doing right now is like what I truly deep in my heart know is my true calling and what I truly want to be doing with my life. And the fact that I know that and I'm connected with that, that's what keeps me inspired. I think if I wasn't very clear, then I might feel, you know, unmotivated or feel like I want to give up. But it's just me having that inner knowing that is what fuels my inspiration. So I think that's what makes all the difference. I wish everybody could find their purpose. Everybody, I wish everybody on this planet could find their purpose or their mission in life because it truly is one of, if not the most incredible feeling in the world to know you found your purpose. But I think in addition to that, when you find your purpose and the fact that your purpose and the work you do has impact and gives back to others. That's the ultimate. That's winning the lottery twice in my books. <laughs> yeah. Truly, it is. It's incredible. It is. Yeah. I just wish everybody could find their purpose. Yeah, me too. Everybody deserves to everyone. feel like this. Yeah. 
if you had the opportunity to sit down and have a one hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why? I would say Oprah. I think so we can be friends and connect and just see where that relationship goes. Because I think she's <laughs> in a very powerful position. Who she can reach a lot of people. Yeah. With, you know, unique messages and she can inspire a lot of people. So yeah. I would love to connect with her. Yeah. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Ooh, I would say that the actions that people are taking, even though you know, it might seem very hurtful to you. It's more about them and how they feel about themselves. And it really doesn't have anything to do with who you are. That again, goes back to that. It's happening for you and not to you mindset. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. If my, my younger self could know from the start (laughs) yeah that would really change the game (laughs) oh absolutely lastly michael if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world your corner of the world your people your tribe what would that last 30 seconds sound like what would you say or what words of wisdom would you impart i would say you know you have all the skills and tools you have what it takes you are good enough to already share your wisdom with others and do what you truly want to be doing there's no point in the future where you'll be worked on enough or ready enough all you need to do is just be a couple steps ahead of the person you can help and you can start doing that now and do what truly fulfills you and truly lights you up and what you truly want to do beautifully said michael once again i am so grateful for having you here today michael thank you so much for making and taking the time to be here with me today and share a little bit about your story and your journey i appreciate you this has been an incredibly inspirational and i've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation you are a beautiful soul a beautiful human being and just keep shining your bright beautiful light onto the world and keep doing the amazing work that you're doing Thank you so much. I really appreciate all of that. And thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. It's really been so much fun. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it is my pleasure and my honor. And I'm so grateful and thankful to have you as a member of the Empowerography community. So thank you for that. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Michal Medina. She is an award-winning spiritual and mindset coach and an international best-selling author and speaker. Thank you so much, Michal. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thanks so much, Brad. You too. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.